could be the current alien ambassador. What do you think? And have it, but that's a great idea. We'll put that in Patreon. Yeah. We don't have anyone in our Patreon, but are in the Patreon, you know. But it's so fun to put that in there because there's so many, it seems, disinformation trolls on Twitter. You know, I just love the idea of them having to pay to find out, like, you know, who we think their boss is. <laughs> Well, you want to have content in your Patreon for when you get your first subscriber. So, yeah, yes. So, need to build that content. And that definitely would be a great one. Uh, yeah, but I, I can't see holding it back real long. But I think, like, once the Senate does their hearing, they're going to have to, it, it's, I don't know, it, it's, it's going to be so hard not to uh, just start to unravel everything. I mean, at some point, the Justice Department has to do a press conference and tell us which crim what criminal investigations are underway right now who's being at some point you have to arrest people if you know they committed you know assassinations or crimes i mean yeah so uh i think stuff's gonna unravel so what is the next step um you mentioned the senate hearing uh i hadn't heard anything was scheduled have they actually nope. scheduled anything that is not scheduled yet, but oh. I, I made a nice little timeline of uh, of events, and I'm going to put it in our show notes um, oh, good. On, on Hive One. But basically, it starts in June 2023 mm -hmm. when uh, David Grush first named, uh, you know, the um, that they have the highly secreted UFO recovery program, then the News Nation interview. Uh, where he he names Kirkpatrick as the head of Arrow in the basically mm -hmm. naming a Pentagon official and saying I told him everything and he has done nothing. Um, through the it lists all the key points of what he testified to, but the end of it is that you know two days after the hearing, this is what had happened. Uh, first, uh, Representative Gates. Luna, Burchett, and Moskowitz publish a letter requesting the formation of a UFO select committee with the power to issue subpoenas. And this was even, uh, might have even been mentioned during the hearing. Mm -hmm. So that would be, uh, that would be powerful. That would give them subpoena power. And, and that's kind of like, um, so, and that's been sent to McCarthy. We haven't heard the answer to that. I don't see how they can stop that from happening. The other thing that happened I, curiously, also on July 28th, Eglin Air Force Base announced road closures of uh, specific roads all around, and that's one of the bases where a lot of these secrets seem mm -hmm. to be. Then on also on July 28th, Susan uh, Go claims Arrow is ready to receive reports, even though it has no way for them to receive reports, and seems to claim in her statement that talking to Congress violates some type of lifelong obligation to her and her bosses. You know, in, if you look at the language, she quotes lifelong obligation of secrecy. And it's like, who is she saying they need to have this lifelong obligation to? That's odd. Yeah. yeah. And then also on July 28th, Sean Kirkpatrick publishes his letter on his personal LinkedIn accusing David Grish of lying under oath to Congress and also claims the hearing was insulting to him and other employees. So that is like Susan Goh and Kirkpatrick are Pentagon officials and their reaction is possibly threatening of mm -hmm. whistleblowers and emotional and defensive. 
And then on July, also on July 28th, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, during an official visit to Argentina, has a very strange press conference where he says, because there's so much suspicions about aliens, that NASA is going to prepare and release a report in which NASA is going to let them use satellite data or space-based sensors to help answer this question. So, and then, and, and I don't have this on the list, but Kirsten Gilbrand said, Senator, uh, and this is by Laszlo got this, she said there is definitely gonna be a Senate hearing and she wants Grush to testify. And if you listen to her statement, it's really interesting. She says, she talks about Kirkpatrick and she says he's mm -hmm. the, she's like, I know he can, I've asked him to meet with Grush. I think he's the right man for the job. I know he's working hard. It was this really weird, like positive, like it feels like Kirkpatrick is like the point of the pressure cooker in the Pentagon right now. He knows he's hung out to dry and they are both giving him massive humiliating pressure showing that he's been lying to Congress and, you know, and, but also at the same time saying, you're a good man, you know, and we want, we believe in you. I think they're, they're almost nursing him to be their like key to turn him, to turn him mm -hmm. a whistleblower. Cause I could see, I just have these, I keep having these visions of Kirkpatrick in a skiff with, you know, people talking to him and him saying, you just don't know what they can do to me. You just don't understand what they have against me and how powerful these people are. I just, inside, I think that's, he's just terrified. That's what yeah. I'm Anyone who's still on the inside that hasn't blown the whistle has to be just like, see the writing on the wall. This is this is coming crashing down. Well, it's just so, so remarkable, right? It just, uh, it's just unbelievable the way things, like even right before the hearing, the day before the hearing, it was like, oh, they're not going to be able to do it, right? Just... Oh my gosh, I thought it was going to be canceled. I was like, yeah. are they seriously going to cancel this hearing at the last second? I mean, I was, I was like, I started to really be afraid that was going to happen. It would have been so devastating to just not, just to let them just tell their damn story, you know? Well, that's the thing, like, it just left so much open. I, I just so desperately want to hear what they actually know like basically all that's been really addressed is that the fact that the government's covering it up you know that there's crafts that there's aliens but what do they actually know <laughs> right <laughs> like, that that's the the real key to me right like they um it's just like building up so much suspense right without actual um facts right like we want to know where are they from how many are there like we you know give us the actuals in the government they're not asking the right questions right well i mean they asked a lot of good questions he was just grush said he won't answer them out in public mm -hmm. at this moment but he said he could answer them and he and, you know it's like I mean, I think we got to remember he first submitted his uh, inspector general complaints like over a year ago, right? I mean, they've right. had, they've known that everything that he has to say about who's been murdered and who's committed it and where this stuff has been, they've known for a year 
they've got a year to plan on what to do with this information before they ever let the public know any of it. So they have to have a game plan. And I think they were, I think it actually was a great accomplishment to get past that hearing mm-hmm. and successfully hold back the the stuff they held back. You know, if we go back to our bingo card before the hearing, they managed to avoid some key, key things on that bingo card. Um, they like, they like Majestic 12, you know, like Antarctica, you know, reptilian. Those are uh, those are three big, you know, the Vatican. Oh, man, if the Vatican had just been named in that hearing. Oh, I, I, another News Nation. Did you see that they did a, uh, a report from the Vatican, from Vatican City about UFOs and this? Oh, I did not see that. What did they, did well, they have anything new in it? The Vatican refused to talk to them, but they had someone camped out in front of the Vatican doing, you know, and they tried to talk to them. They had actually, they had a reporter there who apparently had worked the Vatican beat before. So she had relationships with them and they Mm. still refused. But they, you know, they just, I think it's a great move. We should have reporters sitting in Vatican City just every day, just asking. They should be asking people in front of Vatican City, what do you think of this? I mean, if I was there, I'd have a screen up. I'd be showing David Grish's interview on repeat and that quote of him saying that the Vatican had a UFO. Like, it's, uh, oh man, the pressure that's got to be on the Vatican for to come up with some answer. They have to come up with some answer of what their relationship with aliens is. And I think, you know, every religion is going to have, this is another thing that struck me on the walk. Uh, that you need to tell us is your religion about worshiping god or god like an all-powerful omniscient spiritual being or is are you worshiping god who is actually like just this dude with a really powerful army and a like that you know are you worshiping an alien named god or are you worshiping god it's like that scene from Superman 2, where the president kneels before mm-hmm. Zod, and he said, he says, God help us. And Zod replies, Zod. You know, it's like, who do you, who, are, are you worshiping God or are you worshiping Zod? Like, who is your actual, because it, it's a big deal for the Vatican. They, they can't like change their minds. They can't be like, we worship God, but oh no, it's really this guy, this alien who's going to show up in 10 years or God's five. God's an alien and he made all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it, which, which is it? Do you worship mm-hmm. an alien or do you worship a invisible God? You know, it's like who, I mean, every religion, every religion needs to like clarify this. Judaism, mm-hmm. do you, are you worshiping like like in every religion they have a different name for god are you talking about an actual person do you have a different overseer (laughs) yeah like and i mean because if these aliens do ever show up it's like they're gonna want to you know either some religions i'm sure or if the aliens were actually here if if god is just a super powerful alien with our super powerful army and lots of technology but he just happens to not be here right now because his planet say it's planet nine or planet x and it or it's on a twenty-two thousand year orbit of earth and it's in maybe in five years it's actually going to be really close to us and then god will make another appearance i'm sure there'll be a bunch of religions that are going to want to be like look our buddy we've been with this guy all the time 
but maybe because maybe this is why disclosures were being rushed out because they wanted to come out before God and his army is here to like help people that have been like seek betraying humanity all this time. I don't know. Well, it does seem like we're being softened up. Like, I don't know how else to say that, but it's like, uh, like, okay, let's take being AI. Being AI used to just respond so hostily about any questions about aliens or UFO, you know, this is mythos, you know, kind of thing, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're when you ask being AI about aliens and stuff, it starts going about congressional hearings. Really? They and it's like, oh, you've you've actually adapted the new information, right? Like I was wondering when that would happen. Because it was that was another thing that was not happening during the first five weeks. You know, I and I went to Bing and I was like. Mm -hmm any information on aliens any new information i had to like push it to like even look at david grush but it would all i mean i think even our first show like we did our mm -hmm. ai test and every ai was like today there is still no credible evidence or credible testimony of anyone that's ever said anything legit about aliens it was like basically neil degrasse tyson was in charge of the <laughs> alien response for all the ais and now and it's interesting because I just saw this morning GPT-4 has disabled Bing connection on their uh, GPT chat on their side. You used to be able to search sometimes they, they do this once in a while. They turn it off and on, you know, for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, Bing. That's good to hear. I mean, we kind of use AI to help us sort through this. I can't wait till someone just loads every bit of factual, all the best information we have about aliens and history and loads it into a, a good large language model so and it, just let it churn through it and spit out its best guess of what the narrative is of humanity since 1933 and i imagine behind the scenes they, they've already done this i'm sure mm -hmm. the best computer wizards in government you know i mean i suggested it on twitter like like six or seven months ago somebody load everything into a, a large language model and train it and it's uh i'm i mean i think if you did that the it's going to be just like you and me or anyone that researches ufology you know with the assumption if you just start with the assumption david fravor is not a liar he saw a clear you know tic-tac shaped flying propane tank that it's like that is if that is true then thousands of other sightings are likely true mm -hmm. our entire human history is different now evaluate every story and theory that has ever tried to explain this i, I mean I mean, it's basically what this show is about, but a large language model can do that. It's on, on its own and it can like churn through and find stuff like listen to that entire Bill Cooper interview, the Linda Moulton Howe, everything Stephen Greer has ever said, you know, and just like give us a compare and contrast of these different things. What thing, what do they have in common? What do they disagree on? Antarctica. <laughs> have you tried some of the uh, plugins in like the um, in the actual chat? uh op open ai yes yes GPT. They have, now chat gpt has code interpreter which mm -hmm. you can uh if you save a a document you can upload entire huge documents to it and now have it churn through it and i did i had to do that for the lacerda transcript mm. uh and i you know i like and i've had to do it for a few things that i consider sort of like really fascinating base reference materials and yeah uh, so which plugin we're using code what 
code interpreter code interpreter let you do, check that out i think it that lets you upload documents mm -hmm. and so you just like can upload a pdf or a word file and then just ask it questions about it and it'll crank through it and and give you an analysis it's very powerful yeah i've just been using the web pilot uh plugin that you know searches the web on stuff right mm -hmm. um that it crashes a lot <laughs> it, it'll literally just stop generating stuff mm -hmm. like what happened after your search why didn't you give me a response right <laughs> um but there are rumors that ChatGPT5 uh, is supposed to be coming soon, but I haven't heard any kind of date. And I'd really like to know what the differences are, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think you found the main, the most interesting difference between all large language models. And that's like, is it yet honest about aliens? Like who cares about the dis? It's fascinating to talk to the dishonest ones, but mm -hmm. it's gonna get tiresome. It's like. At some point, gotta like let the dang AI actually tell us what it knows because it's it's we're gonna lose faith in it. It's now Chat GPT is a is just in denial. It's basically Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's just sort of like a deception agent about aliens. He just uh, you know how like people get annoyed with popular psychology. I feel like Neil Tyson de, uh, deGrasse is like uh, pop popular physics like. The whole like uh, quasi informational like yeah. Anyways, um, so on the precise mode of being AI, which is supposed to be like the most factually correct mode, right? Yeah. It when I search for latest news on UFOs slash aliens, it literally says first thing. One of the latest news is that after congressional hearing on UFOs, officially known as UAPs, many social media users took. The hearings is proof the aliens exist right um so i mean and they call that you know recent developments right um and then it tells me because i'm in canada about the canadian attending the international meeting that uh, the pentagon held right for the five <laughs> eyes right yeah. um so very interesting that those are acknowledged and it's specifically that that five eyes meeting is acknowledged i mean we're how many weeks seven or eight weeks out right mm -hmm. um that it took this long to actually go yeah this is actual news this is you know yeah it's it's weird it makes me think that somebody in the bing uh code said okay you can talk about aliens now <laughs> right yeah okay. i think exactly that's exactly what happened I, I don't think it's a matter of, uh, you know, gathering data on this. I think it's literally permissions based. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, uh, if you like what I shared here, this is Google Trends, Grush, yeah, Alien, look at that. Majestic 12, Reptilian, Lockheed. So back here when it first broke, is that right? Uh, no, that was just Aliens. That was not mm -hmm. Grush. It's here, June 4th, when Grush first broke. Uh, you know, before the News Nation interview, aliens were already popping up. Yeah. And uh, now, after the hearing, it's, it it's is at 100. That's at, that's at max. So aliens are up, even though Grush is still not, you know. Um, yeah, and that's only, that's the past 12 months. 
past 90 days you know it's like it's coming down it's like people are getting a little are they getting bored with the alien thing they haven't started searching for reptilians too much i also have a let's do a, this is my comparison where we have uh this is the past 90 days oh no, we don't have reptilian there we have lockheed mm. this one this one is uh reptilians yeah, the reptilians haven't really come up. Let's see, past 30 days. Still not, not not a lot of people asking about reptilians, but once they start asking what the heck do the aliens look like, there's gray and alien and mantid. Yeah, so we'll see. Like, is it just going to go down? Is this going to just be a blip? And then maybe the Senate hearing will like take it up again the senate hearing or if hollywood brings us something else right that's the mm. the big key hollywood needs to get in on this and get to, you know we there there's you know uh news nation is basically doing all of its own content right uh there's things that have been released on netflix and stuff but we need a movie on the topic right yeah, and it, it sounds like, oh, there's a great interview with Tom DeLong, who also at some point, you know, could have gotten a genius of the week too. Mm -hmm. But uh, he he has said like his strategy all along is like once, you know, is to put out incredible documentaries and movies to help people understand what is going on. Um, that's part of, you know, been his his strategy. And I, so he, and it seems like, and even uh, Commander Fravor and Ryan Graves mentioned a documentary, a powerful documentary, which should be coming out very soon. So, I mean, we need it. We desperately need some up-to-date. I mean, I don't even want to watch the current UFO, you know, uh, documentaries out there because they're all just still trying to convince people that Commander Fravor is telling the truth. It's like, I know mm -hmm. he's telling the truth. I want to know about Majestic 12. I want to know what's behind you know, the technology, I want to know what the threats are. I want to know what, I want to see Congress hang some people out to dry and, and just like clean sweep some institutions that are corrupt. And I want the Vatican to be held to account. You know, it's like time for lying and deception is over. We need some like serious truth telling on earth. We need an audit of Lockheed Martin and Raytheon for I sure. They right? need to be completely seized. I think they just, mm -hmm. I think you, you just if they do not complete comply with everything in the law and you know if they put any resistance i think president should just nationalize them you know in, in the ever watch the west wing president bartlett he like was like helping the railroads or the truckers like uh negotiate their union thing with some corporations and he was like if you guys don't agree i'm gonna nationalize the trucking you you know mm -hmm. association and it's like and he didn't do it, of course. It was just an empty threat. But you know what would be a good threat? Nationalize Lockheed and Raytheon and any defense corporation that has been undermining the U.S. democracy. Just net, just seize all of their assets, you know, freeze all their funds, and say we're going to go through twelve months of analyzing everything you've done to see if you know these corporations might need to have the death penalty. We might need to create a death penalty for corporations. If these were people, there would be serious talk there about sedition. Yeah, right. And the the Air Force too. It's like you might need the branch of the military completely dissolved. I mean, wouldn't that be great if you know the president came online and said the the Air Force, 
every single member of the Air Force is either now decommissioned or you are under the command of new assignment. Mm -hmm. uh, oh gosh, someone said this happened. I can't remember who it was. Said this happened during the Nixon when Nixon was forced to resign. That was actually a military coup because they sent out a message uh, like either like 11 hours or a couple days before his resignation to all the military bases and commanders and told them if President Nixon makes any sort of command, you are to disobey it. This was like wow. before he resigned. And uh, I remember them, someone was saying they were asking a base commander, what would they have done if Nixon had countermanded orders from whoever it is that sent this? And the commander was like, I don't know. I would have just had to wait and see. <laughs> it was like, and so it's like been done before. It, we've had moments before where the military uh, and the president, you know, had to play hardball. And, uh, but in that case, probably the hardball was being done again by the secret keepers. They, they were probably wanted Nixon to resign. They were probably the power behind everything. They're the ones telling the military bases whether or not to control the, or whether or not to obey the president. Well, and it just goes to show like that presidential position is, is lacking um, either they don't know or they're lacking transparency, right? Like, so either they're kept out of the loop or they are keeping secrets, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating because this MJ-12 thing is gonna go straight through the CIA. And that means, you know, George Bush Sr. He was a CIA director, you know, and then, and, and there was uh, then GW Bush, he apparently told Clinton that he could not be re read in on UFOs and aliens. And that was mm -hmm. while Clinton was president. He was told by a former president that he couldn't get re read. So it's like, it's like some weird, it's some fishy weird stuff's been going on behind the scenes. And this is, this is all gonna, it, you know, there's no way to stop it. I mean, they were lucky to stop the ball rolling from that one hearing, but can't wait. I can't wait. I just need this to all unpack. I almost want to like go on vacation for two months and come back and be like, okay, do you guys have a summary of what we know so far? Because it's almost exhausting having this stuff drip out and, uh, you know, a new piece every day. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is so challenging to keep up with, right? Yeah. Um, but it is, it is like, I think we finally hit that transition between, um, you know, factual and skepticism. I, th I think we're finally at the point where people are like, yeah, there's aliens. Yeah, I heard there's aliens, right? Like it's, there is definitely been a shift this week, I think. Yeah, that's to good. To finally, you know. Um, I mean, I guess we the shift won't happen until you, you and I are like, oh my gosh, everyone we know won't stop talking and asking us about mm -hmm. aliens. What I, what I really think needs to be done is that we need to be talking about the money and the cost yeah. to the taxpayer. Yeah. The, the trillions and trillions of dollars that have gone into making this all secret. Yeah. You know, and, and what, you know, what load each U.S. taxpayer has carried from that. Yeah. Right. That's money that was not allocated, that was taken in secret, and you paid for it. 
and you are paying for it right now, right? Like that's, that's the real key to getting people um, engaged because right now people are suffering with inflation. They are just, you know, under the boot of corporations that are just, you know, raising costs rampantly and having record, record profits, right? And so if somehow with this Scrooge disclosure, if it comes out numbers, numbers of what those corporations have actually taken from the taxpayer, I think could possibly revolutionize things. I think people would stand up, Um, right? But, you know, who who do you rebel against? Because... (laughs) Because the current government isn't in control of it. Well, I have right? I have a I have a new idea on that front. And I think at some point, you know, humanity can consider some major general strikes. I think we could, but I, you know, I think a, a temporary first step, I would like to see all janitorial and housekeeping staff for all government facilities and corporate (laughs) defense contractors to go on strike. And I would like to, you know, and we could start, we could like raise money to help pay these uh, striking janitors and housekeepers to just, you know, not, don't go in and take out the garbage for any of these, you know, government offices or corporations, make them take out their own garbage, make them clean their own facilities. Let these places become, you know, disgusting cesspits where they can do their own labor until they tell us everything it's like i'd love i mean because we can't like i mean i'm also in favor of general strikes in general to you know but it's like humanity's been basically like a servant race of some secret you know group its entire history it so if we can we should stop just stop participating in whatever it is they want until they tell us clearly what they want and we can negotiate like capitalists, you know? If you want gold, fine, be open about it. If you want certain land, if you wanna have certain bases underneath the ocean or in the earth and not have us like bomb it, then you need to tell us you're there. You can't just like, do you think you own the moon? Tell us that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, open up relations and any government, if we know a government is not like, being honest and stop taking out their trash stop stop bringing them food wouldn't it be so amazing if every restaurant and delivery service said i mean they said nope. we are not delivering food to any federal government facility or state government facility until you you know and i mean and we could like that could be the protest we block the trucks if they have cafeterias we block the food trucks we do not let any of the wonderful comforts of modern living, good food and clean facilities and a loyal workforce cleaning up your garbage and cleaning your bathrooms, just like take that away from the people that are participating in the conspiracy. That's my that's my call to action. <laughs> yeah, really, I just was searching to see if there'd been a janitor strike in the past and and Minneapolis and St. Paul in 2019, apparently there was one, but I having trouble finding a lot of detail on it yeah but uh yeah i'd like to know like what happened how quickly was it you know responded to 
I, I, there are certain groups that I guarantee their their leverage for going on strike is much more powerful than others. And uh, I kind of feel like strikes in general are not as powerful as they used to be, though, because so much is outsourced. Well, um, it's also, I mean, they've divided the workforce. I mean, it used to be there was one labor force. We all went on strike together, and mm -hmm. now they they did divide and conquer. So it's like everyone's in a specialty workforce, but maybe this will help us all remember, you know, that, and if we, and we could do it as a targeted way, maybe we can mm -hmm. like come together as humanity and say, hey, we are going to help our cert, you know, we're going to do a targeted strike globally against say, you know, the parliament of every uh, parliament on earth, you know, make your soldiers take out the garbage and the, clean the bathrooms, you know, it's like, but then, you know, that would be great. Get the soldiers to go on strike. You know, I, I, another tactic I was thinking is uh, holding up signs in front of all military bases and say no amnesty for officers. Every soldier, you can have amnesty if you come whistleblow right now what you know, but no, just say no officers. Just like no amnesty for officers and just to turn, do what they did, turn the soldiers against the officers because they're the ones that have the power. The soldiers are the ones with the guns and all mm -hmm. the control. It's like these... The officers are just bureaucrats that think they can yell at soldiers and make them go risk their lives and die for their stupid agendas. You know, it's like, just like, let the bureaucrats sit in piles of their own garbage while we figure out what to do and what is true. And whatever happened to that uh, uh, labor union, international workers of the world, is it still going? That would be the one that all labor unions should go underneath. Yeah, one one united labor union, one human labor union. Well, that's the problem is that they have they have segmented so so much, right? Like. Well, I think what we could do is we could just say you can be a member of two labor unions. You can be a member of your private one, but also join the human labor union for a peaceful earth and for bureaucrats to sit and take out their own garbage. I think that should be the name of it. But, um, you know, but yeah, I've a, a united humanity um, where it's, it's, you know, where we are a real meritocracy, a real idea, you know, we really let our, and it's kind of like what Hive One I created for. It's mm -hmm. like a place where ideas can, best ideas go to the top. There's no way to use violence other than like trying to hack the servers. You know, it's like you have a good idea, a good answer, you submit it in Hive One and it either gets voted up and pursued or not, you know, and you can vote it up, you can pursue it and dig into it. Um, yeah, there definitely, there needs to be a new labor union and new political party affiliated to represent the rights of the people of the wage slaves, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and hopefully this like, you know, this all rips open during this, uh, this election season, just like if this entire election season should be about this, it's like every debate, every candidacy should have to be talking about this. The and, secret government. Yeah, the <laughs> shadow government, the truth of what, who's been doing wrong. I mean, who should be sent to jail, who should... Mm -hmm. You know what military branch should be dismantled i mean it's it seriously it is actually there is a this is an existential threat to the united states the united states may not survive the full unraveling of this 
but I think it will. I think it'll, but it, it's uh, the Democratic Party and Republican Party might not survive. It, it might, we might have to have totally new political parties. The, the United States, it could, it could divide over this. It could lead to an election that is, you know, basically like it's, we're either going to have civil war or we're going to negotiate a division of the United States into, I don't know, a lot of things could, could happen. Oh, I have a question for you um, that I have meant to ask you. Did you see the Mitch McConnell, the Senator Mitch yeah. McConnell freeze? Yeah. And the and then he went away and then he came back saying he was fine. Yeah. And there's been like no official explanation for like, do you think he had a stroke? Like, oh, what I do mean, you think happened? I mean, yeah, I think it's an age related um moment i mean he could have just fainted it would have, it would have been perfectly reasonable for him to have just fainted it's almost mm -hmm. like a part of his brain fainted but he somehow was able to keep standing i mean i have that happen to me you know it's like but uh yeah a zone out moment yeah. i guess just yeah i just i just see that as a health concern but i do think he's a pretty incredibly evil person so who knows it could have been aliens telepathically controlling his brain in that moment for all i know <laughs> glitch in the matrix <laughs> something yeah. right it, it was it was such a strange thing but that the biggest thing was just you know coming back and saying he's fine and then like there's no like coverage about well he went to go get checked out or you know and why wouldn't he go get checked out after that right mm -hmm. yeah it was definitely an odd moment, but yeah, I did. I did see the whole telepathic theory come up a few times. Right? Oh, really? I wasn't the only one. <laughs> no, no, I saw that TikTokers really uh, like to show that go. You know, like little imaginary thoughts. <laughs> He's receiving a download. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the things that's come out of. Uh, I think it's one of the Greer whistleblowers, or maybe it was from Greer saying that there is technology that can get into your head that can send messages into the brains of some people or maybe all people i mean someone like so there might i mean there is a rumor that such a technology might be in play on earth i mean and it's been it's not like telepathy is a new concept it's been a telepathy has been a a part of you know, some of this UFO lore, Lacerda transcript, you know, the interview with the female reptilian mm -hmm. alien, she said they had telepathy. It was one of their primary ways of communication. A lot of these stories of meetings with aliens involve telepathy. So telepathy definitely could be a technology that I would think once Congress knows telepathy is a threat to human privacy, uh, I mean, the, the clock is ticking. There's only so long you can not tell us. There's only so long you can hide that from humans that there is, you know, that our privacy is threatened. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have a solution, you've got to tell us that our privacy is threatened. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they say, if they, the same day they say our privacy is threatened, that they say they have technology that they know how to block it, you know, but. Um, and well hats, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, that, that is. It, it would be interesting if we could finally get some verification if the pineal gland actually did something 
like that, right? It's yeah. it's been such a mythos from you know Hinduism about the third eye, right? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, definitely makes you wonder right yeah but yeah how do you protect it you know i i'm busy trying to worry about how to protect my uh my credit card from you know rfid oh yeah <laughs> stuff right um well even just like what the heck do we do with our money do we put mm -hmm. it in the bank do we buy gold do we buy bitcoin do we and then you know where do you I mean, if you store your own Bitcoin, how do you store it safely from aliens? At what level of technology they have to snoop, to be able to just steal your keys? To mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's really uncertain times for what to do. It is. Diversification is just try to spread, spread anything you have out, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, even... Even for us up in Canada, inflation is so crazy and, uh, you know, prices are nuts. And, you know, we've been putting a lot of money into our house, but like our house value isn't going, going up like other places like Toronto and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, kind of wish we had put more of that money somewhere else right yeah. but you know, diversifying is so critical because then if one thing goes down hopefully not everything goes down right mm -hmm. that's the <clears throat> that's the huge thing there is yeah it is uncertain times yeah. it is very uncertain you know uh the the whole way work uh operates you know gig economy has become such a huge thing right mm -hmm. people don't have sick leave they don't have benefits you know contract you know work is you don't have pensions right like things are very different than they were when we were kids right our our grandpas were able to retire with pensions they were guaranteed right if they needed to, you know, have time off for a funeral or something, it was part of their employee entitlement, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all of those things, there's a huge, huge cultural shift. And uh, so, you know, kind of that meme that's going on this week about we're all concerned with our survival. And so, yeah, if there's aliens, there's not anything we can do about it. But it is true. Like things are shifting so quickly, so fast. Um, you know, jobs becoming not relevant, right? And there's a lot of blame put on AI about, oh, AI is going to destroy jobs and stuff. No, it's it's not AI. It's big corporations, right? Yeah. That seems it's big. I mean, it, it just seems. And and this is why I'm like, I'm so hoping Stephen Greer is telling the truth based on what he knows because when he talks about the technology that he says humans have had they just have hidden if he's right and this all unravels then humanity is about to get an influx of technology technologies and scientific innovation that should create a, a 10-year period unlike anything in human history where we go from where we are now to infinite energy infinite mm -hmm. clean energy and uh, the ability to explore space in a way that we never have 
you know, before. And in addition to communicating with alien species openly and learning from them, I mean, the it's going to be it's going to be a new. I, I, I guess I came up this morning. I was thinking it's it's going to be a post disclosure world, and there's going to be. Uh, I was thinking of like there's so much to form a college of post disclosure studies, you know, and it's like, and uh, yeah, because it, it, we're going to be in a different world. There's going to be a and we're going to need to understand alien ethics, and we're going to need to talk about alien agenda and their role in history and besides what do we want to do with power what do we want to do with technology on earth and and we could be i mean we could be entering a stage of uh abundance just infinite abundance of labor and uh food and resources and a universal basic income I mean, it could be a very interesting world we're about to step into because I mean, Avi Loeb and Elon Musk are going to be like, will you just give a, get out of our way and show us the ship? They're just going to be like, just show it to me. And they will then start innovating and we will have, and who knows what we'll have. Um, yeah, if we could just get to that point of transparency, right? Yeah. But it is such a threat to the rich. It is such a threat to corporations and the rich. Right. Yeah. Well, that's They're why not. I think we need to take away their garbage collection and their house cleaning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're threatened. You want, and you know what you want? You want your garbage cleaned up. That's what yeah. you know, it's like. It's not about like being wealthy and having like big boats. It's like they want someone else to make their food and do their dishes and clean up. So if we just take that away from them immediately, it'll be like, look, you want it back? And stop being jerks. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not, we are not going to do any work for you as long as you're a liar, like nothing. You can do your, just like take your spaceships and do your own stuff, leave us alone. We will, we're gonna take care of honest humans, all mm -hmm. labor focused on honest humans and not on any of the liars or betrayers of humanity. Unless you whistleblow, everyone just whistleblow right now. Tell it. And yeah. you're on team human, join team human. Team human for sure. Are you uh, are you going to participate in Greer's big event this weekend? Oh, I didn't even know it was happening. Uh, he, he's just doing a big thing Saturday night, uh, encouraging people to try to contact aliens telepathically. Well, I'm I'm tempted. I think there is a local group here that is into it, but it's like a weird. It's such a weird group. It's like a weird, almost like cult like following mm -hmm. of Greer, but uh, but. He seems to have, I mean, he might have a big ego, but he seems to um, seems to be trying to be honest. It doesn't seem like he's spinning mm -hmm. something. Maybe, uh, and if he is spinning something, it might be because he's been played a little bit by the aliens to spin things in a certain way. He might not realize it. Well, until there's transparency, we won't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, you don't know about heaven until you're dead. <laughs> It's the, the same, you know, there's that big wall there. And until we can cross that threshold into transparency, there's so much speculation, right? And uh, and shame, shame on anybody in Congress for holding back anything that they know, right? At this point, spill yeah. it. 
Yeah. Right. Like, like, you know, AOC is like, if I wanted to, you know, look somewhere, where, where could you point me where to start looking? Right. And, and Grush is like, Oh, I'll talk in private about that. Right. Spill mm. it. What did he say? <laughs> right. Just come out and say it. What are they going to do? Like, you know, you're a politician. Are they going to really arrest you for spilling national secrets? Right. And it's not like she came out and said, Oh, it was nothing. Right. Like that was the big thing. Like all of these people that met there, if the information was crap, then you think they would have come out and been like, yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, the, the phrase that hit me today was post-disclosure politics. Like, yeah. I feel like that hearing when you had AOC and Matt Gates and Tim Burchett and Luna and everyone in there, just like with a big, you know, what the F. I mean, they were all on the same team. They were respectful. I mean, I felt like yeah. really it's like Gates and AOC, they demonstrated their, the, what has gotten them to this point in life. They've, I've been in every classroom that they've ever been in their life. The minute, you know, something really important was realized uh, about any topic, they were immediately like standing up and being like, wait a minute, I want the truth here. I want to figure this out, you know, and like without fear. They, they yeah. are both like, they are not afraid. You're not going to intimidate a mind like that. You know, they, I mean, I mean, in part of its ego, I mean, the reason they're in power is they want to have power. They want to have the ability to, you know, control the, the most powerful military on earth for what hopefully they think are good purposes and to find out they've been lied to and that they've been a joke of Patsy just sitting there being shown out of date irrelevant military technology and just like played like children you know that is they are not happy they are i mean and it was so just so great to see luna and them talk about uh the the holman rule the this this uh apparently another uh a weapon they have that's been around a long time and it has even been used at times to target the military industrial complex it can target specific jobs basically gives Congress, this strange ability to point to a, an, a specific military person and say, your job is gone. All money for your, your job is gone. And that's a strange power that's yeah, been there, hidden. I've never heard about this. It's never come out of but Congress has had this sitting in their back pocket all along that they could use it against the military industrial complex at the right time. And now they're, now they're talking about it like, oh yeah, yeah, we got this like secret power that we could have used any time to stop you guys. So. Yeah, well, they are in charge of funding. That that's the thing, right? Uh, yep. Sure, ho hope they start putting some uh, strings on that funding, right? Yeah. And holding people accountable that are accessing funding without permission, right? <laughs> and yeah. Siphoning it, right? But, yeah. So, shall we wrap up pretty yeah, soon? Yeah, I think we should wrap. We're getting on two hours here, aren't we? Um, yeah, I might have to like cut the episode into part one and part two because people i think uh it's more you know let's see if i can make it into two digestible pieces to be continued um yeah i'll release them both but uh, you know it's like uh anyways i might do that's, it that that's not? a great idea because it is it is long for people in one sitting um so next week we are planning on um being on friday right sure yeah okay and uh what's our call to action today 
Um, well, I actually I have another uh, call to action idea. I could play a clip from my uh, that I made, which is a call to the United Nations to mm. help us. Have you oh, seen that's it? yes, that was a good one. Play that, right. please. Would you like to hear this uh, call to action? Absolutely. A proposal to the United Nations by Matthew William Reddy, a human elected leader who swears to not be under alien control and to honor my oath of office. Hereby propose that. Recent concerns have arisen within the international community regarding the democratic control of the United States, based on unverified claims concerning an alleged incident in 1955. According to these claims, President Dwight D. Eisenhower might have relinquished control of the United States to non-human entities. While these claims are not substantiated by any credible evidence or documentation, they have, nonetheless, sown seeds of doubt and uncertainty within the global community. Resolution Proposal I'm Matthew Reddy, an elected leader free from alien control, with respect and due diligence, puts forth this resolution asking the United Nations to facilitate an official confirmation from the United States regarding its sustained democratic control post-1955. We propose that the United States be requested to officially confirm its unbroken democratic control since 1955, including during the Eisenhower administration. The United States provide an assurance that no entity, terrestrial or otherwise, has interfered with its democratic governance and that it remains under the control of its lawfully elected officials. A clear and transparent investigation be conducted, under the supervision of the United Nations, to dispel any uncertainty regarding these allegations. In conclusion, this proposal is rooted in respect for the United States and for the integrity of global governance. We believe that the proposed resolution will uphold the values of transparency, democracy, and integrity that underpin our United Nations. Integrity first, can you feel that, is not merely a question, but a shared vision for all nations. Let us together affirm and assure the world of the democratic integrity of one of our founding members, the United States of America. That's a, it's a good appeal. So very yeah. good call to action there. Um, I want to thank everyone for taking time to listen and be a part of Beyond Humanity today. Join us next time on August 11th. Don't be afraid of the truth. I, I, Turn into the afternoon Feel the truth that is slipping away Don't believe it's coming back soon The secret's not in Congress Or elected ones we trust In private hands it dwells Do you know Wally
All right. That's uh why does it say foreign music? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have good trans it doesn't have good captions for the uh the the music video. I gotta I gotta make one that has accurate captions. But uh you gotta get your trillionaire risk out. Yeah, that is well, I'm like playing it by myself now because you know the uh, it's it's fun to see that board, right? The board is cool. Yeah, oh, we could we could do an episode um and we could talk about because it, it's like because now it's like I have I have it in my garage, the current mm -hmm. board, and I have players on it based on who I think is playing the game on Earth. Uh -huh. you know, we got, you know, I have like several different uh, reptilian alien pieces to represent, you know, what I think are a couple alien factions. Anyways, I'll show it to you. Elon Musk is on the board because uh, I have Boba Fett on the board representing Elon Musk because he's the equivalent right now for humanity of Iron Man. He's the Tony mm -hmm. Stark. Of humanity with the most powerful rockets humans have even though it's might be nothing compared to the aliens he is the he is the one who could well, he could do anything that he wanted to right now he That's could send the... a rocket to the moon possibly mm -hmm. within you know a month i mean he's he's building the most powerful spaceship humans have so he is definitely on the board for you know it's kind of funny it's like it's so weird to realize that Elon Musk is not a defense contractor, yet he is building rockets that are, you know, the defense contractors will want to use. Mm -hmm. He's, but they're his rockets, though. He could be launching any type of satellites he wants to look at anywhere he wants on Earth. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Starlink happens to have cameras in those dang satellites and they've been watching everything. You know, it's like, quite possible elon's been like behind the scenes like tony stark helping the good guys this whole time or the bad guys but i think he seems like a good guy to me he seems like but i would be disappointed if he's uh if he's been lying if he's been like that would be that'll be a little harsh because i feel like he seems to be uh he seems to be intellectually honest and want to be intellectually honest with us about any ideas he has about anything but in any case yeah, the moon mission is going to be a huge, a huge thing. Uh, you you mentioned that he could take us to the moon, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the, with the new moon race, right? Yeah. Well, especially since the astronauts said they're aliens on the moon, you can't land there without seeing them. So it's uh, yeah, it's like. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what we have to do. We have to send a ship to the moon in order to reestablish relations with the aliens that live there. Maybe it's like a test. Why would they talk to us if we can't even get to them? To... Next meeting on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Next Beyond Humanity records from the moon. Okay. All right. I better let you go. Recording here. But yeah, this was.